Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode five of the Best of Three podcast. With your boy Trev. And it's your boy Fletch over here. And it's your boy Jay Wad. It's good to be back, first of all. Oh, amen to that. Took a uh, relaxing week off. Had a great week at PCB with the boys. Um, came back a flip-flop guy, which I told Fletch. I'm uh, converted from closed-toed to open-toed shoes. That's a big a big uh, change in my life. Um, but moving on, we have a few announcements, first of all, um, just to kick it off. We are available on a bunch of new platforms all of a sudden. I don't think any of y'all use these, but we are available on Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public, um, if you're trying to listen in some alternate ways. And, of course, give us a follow on Instagram at bestof3pod. Um, still posting some heaters over there. We got recaps from past shows. Um, and that's really the best place for y'all to get you know announcements and news about the podcast. Um, so I'm going to pass it over to Trev. Uh, what do we got today? All right, guys. So for today, we're going to have a few, th- uh, you know, our usual, uh, usual, I don't know if you can call it, you know, outline. We're going to do our stories first. We're going to do uh, Kyrie Irving threatening to quit basketball. Um, you know, it's under the current issues in the United States and just the kind of, you know, atmosphere. Uh, he's threatening to retire. So we'll see how that goes. Um, baseball, the MLB is having a tough time getting back into motion. He's struggling. Getting back. It's uh, not looking too hot right now it's at all. Totally. And for our main topic of the day, we're going to talk about the new Netflix series starring Steve Carell called Space Force. Uh, we, we watched it over the past two weeks. We had some mixed opinions on it. We're ready to talk about it. Um, and our over-under today, your favorite segment is going to be actors and actresses. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good one for sure. And our Twitter trend of the week. We haven't done one of these since week one, but we are excited about this one. Just talking big, about SpongeBob. Let's not, let's not get too news. much. It yeah. involves Just, a cartoon. Yeah, big news from Nickelodeon. Something involving <laughs> SpongeBob. Stay tuned for that one because it's going to be a good one. And then our two-thirds for the week. A great question. Drake or Josh from the hit show Drake and Josh. This we got to choose which one is the better from. character. That's yeah, that's what you're from. Right? I'm, I'm excited about that two out of three. Probably going to be our best one yet. I hope so. It's going to be a good one for sure. All right, guys. Uh, once again, thank you for tuning in continuing to support us. Let's get things started today. All right, first things first, folks. Uh, I know last time we were on, we were talking about how the NBA is coming back. Got so excited. We were getting happy and everything. The owners passed it through. It's, it's set in stone, but it seems like the, some of them aren't wanting to play. I mean, we've hit a, we've hit a roadblock. We've hit a little roadblock. <laughs> um, don't know how long it's, how big of an impact it's going to make, but uh, Kyrie Irving is not feeling like it's a good time to come back and play. Um, yeah, I mean, all the. Circumstances going on in the country right now, and all that. I mean, his exact quote was, "I don't support going to into Orlando, which is where the rest of the season would be played. Um, I'm not with the systematic racism and the bullshit. Something smells fishy, a little fishy. Whether we want to admit it or not, we are targeted as black men every day we wake up. So um, he's relating it, yeah, it's to the old to the old racism thing going on right now. Um, I do. I mean, I understand." Where he's coming from, but I don't know what this stance would necessarily do. Yeah, what, he, for, what he's doing, what how it improves the situation at hand or anything. Yeah, yeah. like it's not like like a strike. You're not yeah, trying to yeah. like get the NBA to change anything. Right. It's it's you're trying to change people's hearts. Also, and when would he decide that it's over? Like, would he right. decide to come yeah, back? After like, yeah, and then would he be basically saying when the is it fixed? Over? When is it fixed? Is <laughs> also fixed we did it. Like the, the thing, like what my, is my guess is that maybe he's trying to cause some like domino effect of other players in the league. Yeah, but I think footsteps. But I think the your biggest way to make a statement is while y'all are all on TV playing. Like that's your true. biggest oh, yeah, way to that's take that's watching. y'all go mm-hmm. protest during games right. and wear your shirts and stuff. Like show that it still matters then. But I don't think that it would. Um, I don't think it's going to make. I don't think stopping everything at hand. That all the progress that's being made right now uh, with sports and the NBA, it would make that much of a difference. Also, of all the NBA players that could choose to make a stance like this, there's a lot more people that are a lot more credible than Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie, <laughs> yeah, big flat earther. Flat earther. <laughs> and, like, uh, that's not taken away from what he's saying, but, like, yeah, it's just, it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it carries that much weight because I don't think a lot of people take him very seriously in yeah, anything yeah. that he says, really. He's, he's been known to be a complainer. Yeah. When he doesn't get his way, it's bad teammate. Yeah. But he is. See, what I saw is like, um, uh, see, Kendrick Perkins has been all over him. And basically, he was like, Kyrie's talking all this nonsense, but without even talking to the president first. The president of the Players Association, Chris Paul. 
So yeah, Kyrie's the VP, but I mean, you gotta you gotta make some kind of effort to talk to everybody as a whole before you come out making statements. That's true. And also, guys, I think if y'all listen closely, you can hear some beautiful landscaping going on outside. We do apologize for that. I think it's over. I think you just turned the lawnmower Studio off. Studio is not soundproof just yet. Yeah, so. not, not just yet. Um, it should be too bad. But um, in conclusion with this issue, Kyrie, great heart. I mean, I love what he's I love what he's saying. I love what he's doing. I just don't know if it's going to be that effective, and yeah. I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Totally um, agree. Totally agree. Yeah, and, and, and that it's now developed into a – um, Kyrie's uh, threatening to make, try to make a new league, a separate. He's going to secede. Yeah, he's trying to. Yeah. He's trying to branch off, and I. That, that's no, yeah, that's it's, even it's, worse. It's, it's creating like, more drama within the NBA. That'd be pretty it. crazy though if he did that. I don't know what that. That'd be so it weird. If, it wouldn't work. It'd be he that's and Avery it. Bradley. <laughs> I don't know who else. And Dwight Howard. <laughs> Dwight Howard's in it too. Like an XFL version of the NBA. Yeah, possibly. So we'll see how this whole Kyrie thing uh, turns out, and we'll see. I don't think it's going to make that much of a difference. I don't think it will either. We'll see. Hopefully we'll be back to basketball soon. All right, guys, for our next story of the week, we have the uh, the MLB is having a hard time getting back into progress and, you know, just making things happen. It's a combination of players and owners just kind of, you know, demanding more money for the time away and just getting back into the group. It's like a hard thing for the players and all that. Keep in mind, this is – Baseball, of all the major sports, baseball is the one that's kind of struggling to get new viewers and retain old viewers. They need something good to happen here. And I'm just, I don't know if it's going to have that big of an effect if they don't have a season this year or if they don't have a big season this year. But I can't help but think that, like, this might have some kind of domino effect on the future of baseball in the, oh. in the national stage. Oh, for sure. For well, the sure. future of baseball has already been in a decline. So, yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they, they have the most to lose, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. But it's also still is one of the most money grabbing sports. Out of all of them, because you you do you have 162 games that you play, and yeah. that's why this is like the owners are making such a big deal about this, is because they're going to be losing so much more money, and they're not trying to pay the players their whole salaries. But now it's going back and forth at this point because the players like we're all posting on Instagram um, and Twitter and all this like tell us when and where we're ready, we're ready to play, and apparently they went into a meeting yesterday. They came out and the owners said um, there's speculation that they're coming to an t- agreement. And then it came out that the players were not happy with the terms and whatever. So, don't know exactly what these terms are. I mean, it, it does. I don't know if it's games played at this point. I know it's all around a salary issue, but the MLB was trying to get it to sixty games, up seventy-two games. The it doesn't look like it's going to be more than fifty if it does happen at this point. But yeah. Which, I think it'd be fun if it was fifty. I mean, that'd just be like a, a sprint to the finish, and you might have yeah, some just terrible teams get hot and end up in the <laughs> yeah. World Series somehow. It's, it would definitely be a it would definitely be an asterisk um, season, in my opinion, because it's a 50, it's a fifty season fifty game regular season. I mean, that's yeah. not if that, if if it were to happen, and yeah. hopefully it will happen, because I don't know. It's I was two days ago. I was thinking there's no chance. It's, it's starting to be no chance that we're gonna have baseball. And I'm a big baseball guy, so that sucks. But then yesterday I'm seeing. It's looking like it's going to happen. And then now the players don't want to play anymore. I don't understand. So we need to figure something out because the more we speculate this, more people are going to be like, I don't who, who actually cares? Also, I care. Up. I care. I, I want baseball. And I love baseball. So that's why this sucks because the, the owners fail to recognize that the fans point we, the, we you're already skating on thin ice with the state of baseball. This would be the year the Braves won the World Series. If we have a fifty game series, I mean fifty game season, screw it. World Series. It's not yeah. an asterisk if they win it. That's true. If it's, it's not an asterisk if the Braves win it. Anybody else wins it? Big old, like massive asterisk. Like doesn't even count. This literally doesn't even count. Um, shout out NASCAR because NASCAR has found a way. Like it's NASCAR and baseball right now that should be, you know, playing and I guess racing yeah, is what they would call it. But NASCAR is balling out somehow. With they're the only sport on TV pretty NASCAR much. The sport. Activity. It's a, it's 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 a hobby. It's a, are the drivers athletes? I don't think it's a hobby. I mean, it's 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 a, More it's than a, a hobby. Com- for it's sure. a competitive hobby, I believe. It's not like, a hobby. I, yeah, can, I, I, can, I, I imagine it's not a very popular like, hobby. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, like, it's, like, it's pretty popular with people who like it. It's like baseball. no, I'm saying it's like not a p- thing that people do. Like it's just like a very oh, yeah, specialized. Yeah, no. Like yeah, it's pretty very specialized. If you're good at it, you're really good at it. But it's nothing. I don't think there's any. Athlete, I mean, yeah, you sweat a lot. I bet you get hot. <laughs> well, you get really hot, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Think of the real technical term of athlete. I think it's more of like a competitor, hand-eye so. coordination, attention to detail, and being able to mental. A lot of mental games. Yeah. Persistence. Yeah, five hundred <laughs> laps on the persistence. Being able to hit that left turn over and over again, perfect every time. Race, uh, horse <laughs> racing and uh, NASCARs, and a little bit of golf. A little bit of golf too. 
Yeah, here and there. Here and there. All right, guys. So for our main topic of the day, we have a review from uh, all three of us of the new Steve Carell Netflix show, Space Force. Now, I was excited going into this show because, you know, Steve Carell, uh, known for The Office and, you know, a lot of other comedy roles. But this was supposed to be more like a dramatic – well, I say that, but it was. It looked like it was going to be more of like a dramatic comedy, not really as much as just like a slapstick comedy a like, his, like his old stuff. Fletch, yeah, like Fletch just said. I'm going to go ahead and put this just, just go ahead, I couldn't – they, them two, they finished. They watched all battle through all ten episodes, and I and it was I, a battle. I, it was like cutting a vein to me. I couldn't. Uh, I was done. There was much better things to watch for me at that time, and I was not fighting through any more of that. So I got three episodes in. Um, I was tired of it. Uh, like it was painful. Like to me personally, there was nothing good that came out of that show. No, I, I didn't like the concept. I didn't like the humor. Was so bad. It was yeah. If it, from it was, where I, to where I got to. The humor was so bad. And this was the, the crazy part is uh, two weeks ago when we were talking about doing this show, I was saying let's watch the whole season and not watch three episodes. Boy, the, t- the tables are turned. I wish you would have stuck with that one. It, it was – yeah, I don't know how the rest of it went, and I'm, I'm not a big guy on just judging part of a show, but that's, that told me all I needed to know. Because I, I knew there wasn't much you could fix after this. Simple as that. Well, I, I Honestly, you know, I kind of went in um, very curious about the show. I – I heard a lot of reviews about it, a lot of mixed reviews, but most of them saying that they didn't enjoy it at all. Rotten Tomatoes hit like a 39 yeah. on the score, a lot of low scores from like, like big critics and stuff. Um, but I'm not, I was actually kind of surprised. I, I didn't hate it by any means. It wasn't like a show I'll go back and say, hey, this is something you've got to watch for sure. But after one season, though, I, I was left, I wasn't disappointed by any means. I thought it was decently funny. I thought the cast of characters was all right. I mean, there was some, uh, there was a few gags in there that probably could have been left out from some of the characters. Yeah, everybody whole... just seemed dumb to me. Oh, uh, like, well, some yeah, some of them did for sure. <laughs> but the, the, the one, the one issue I did have was I felt was like I was issue. getting dinner for schmucks. Secret into that. Yeah, not even the, not even the humor was. Are, are you as a person? Like, are you saying dinner for schmucks is bad? No, I'm not oh, saying right, that. I'm saying right. that as as a spate as a commanding what commanding is it, officer, a, a, the general, the, the rank four general. I was feeling like it was the dude from Jennifer Jennifer Smokes, yeah. and that's what they're trying to go for. Because I, it was, I can understand that. I mean, it was just it was it was like brick off an anchor. That being said, but he's also like relative to the other people. He's one of the smartest people in the show, and he's yeah, a complete that's, idiot. That's, that's yeah, the point. That's like, like from from where to where I got, it was just yeah. It was if Doctor Mallory was in the show, the average IQ would probably be about forty five of all the characters. I hated that. I, I hated Doctor Mallory from the second that show started. <laughs> keep keep going, Trev. Sorry, that's like it. Yeah, but um, there was a few gags over here and there that I didn't think were all that funny. For instance. Since the uh, first episode, you have the uh, desk man Brad. He makes a joke about you know, oh, he let somebody into the into Doctor Nair's office, not Doctor, but General Nair's office four different times. And every time a joke was, oh, I meant to tell you he was in there, or he didn't. He told me not to say anything. But it got older for the second time. Yeah, it kept going. And then it happened four times in the first episode. You're kind of like, okay, this is uh, not the funniest gag. I don't it just know why you do it. Forced, that. like, forced. there were so many moments. Like they're that. just like trying to spit it. Pretty, I mean, not really. It's not. It wasn't really political, but like they they threw no, oh, yeah. they're, they're okay. trying. No, they're trying to say that like it's dumb to create yeah. a space force. Like, yeah, that's what, sure. that's yeah, what sure. the point of the show yeah. is. Right. But it was like a lot but, of. Little... But then the jokes within the show with like they could at least be funny. Like yeah, they, they, they weren't funny. Like I yeah. I get 20, it. Like 2017, like you know, up after the election, I could see a few president jokes, but. Now they're just getting kind also, of they called him. They didn't call him by a name. They just called him POTUS the whole time, which time, just yeah. I hated every time they said that because right. it, it was just weird. Well, it is it the quickest weird. way to say President of the United States. I guess so. So Prez, they should right. say Prez. DT. Yeah. I feel like Prez just like, called him out by name. <laughs> Prez is too much of a, a, a rewarding name for them to give him. I guess. Yeah, I guess nobody. So. Nobody in that group of people likes him. So, like so Trev, out of out of ten, what are we feeling on out Space Out of ten, uh, man, that's. After one season, I have to go no higher than a seven, but I want to go lower than a, a five with it though. I'd probably give it right, right a good ripe six, strong six. Six, six. Yeah. So does that? Are you watching season two? I will watch season two. I'll probably give. I'll, I'll stick around for it. I'll give it a shot. Well, because the cliffhanger at the end. I mean, I there was a, there was a good but, cliffhanger, but it was preceded by some of the worst like <laughs> plot holes. And oh my god! <laughs> All right, so my opinion on Space Force. As Fletch said, I completely agree with this. The uh, The first three episodes are absolutely a chore to get through. Like, it is – I didn't smile one time the first three episodes. The The jokes were terrible. The characters were terrible. 
There are two characters in the show that I wanted them to kill off in the first three episodes. The first was Dr. Mallory. Because, yeah. bro, just the way he talks, it's like he's struggling to say every word that comes out of his mouth. And he's like, he's so much smarter than everybody else in the show. And it's, he's like a stereotypical smart scientist. Like, he's not interesting at all. The second was his daughter. His daughter oh, was, Aaron, yeah. she's like, they cast her as like this stereotypical, like edgy, like teen. Yeah. Like, and they have like a troubled relationship, but like. She does play the role very just like how you expect it to. It's nothing spectacular yeah. about it. She was in Ma. Remember Fletch? She, this was, did you go see I Ma? Didn't, I didn't go to watch I haven't okay, seen Ma. Okay, well she was in Ma. She was also the main girl in Ma. And she played like the exact same character. She's like this like brooding little like. I don't know, like kind of goth teenage girl. It was her character sucked. She was so annoying. Her and Doctor Mallory. But after season, after episode three, I will admit it got remarkably better somehow. I, I guess they just figured it out because they laid back on all the stupid jokes and they started to actually like develop the characters more. Like the first three episodes, there was not a single like heartwarming moment or like sad moment. There was no depth at all. But it got about episode eight. It got deep. He got his wife. His wife is incarcerated. But you missed all this. They decide to have an open marriage. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) Hate that I missed it. (laughs) She escapes. She's yeah. I'm not going to spoil it for everybody, but his. I I think episode four was a turning point with the whole uh, the lunar base experiment. Yeah, yeah. It kind of sets up the main conflict. But the first three episodes, you could skip them and just go to episode four, and it'd be so much better. I'll admit, I kind of enjoyed the whole uh, the monkey and dog episode, though number two. I hated that so much. I don't know why. It was was like okay, it was cool, but it was like it lasted like 15 minutes. Like it kept. It was a. It's basically like a animatronic, like monkey and dog, and they have like major roles in the episode. Like it it lasts like twenty minutes of them in space. Um, And one other thing about the show that was weird was, and I found this with like a couple recent shows that came out. They kept trying to interject like jokes about the times. Like they'd be like, "Check out this TikTok." Yeah. Oh yeah. Check out this Instagram post, and it's just forced. Like there's. It's just like they're trying to make it a point that this is a tw- 2020 show yeah. when they should just be able to do that by the way that it's shot. Yeah. There were also a lot of bad editing yeah. moments in the show that was yeah. it was like there was no continuity. I had a lot of problems with the show. <laughs> also, one more thing: Steve Carell's character has this like fake like grunt voice, and sometimes oh, yeah, like, like, he's, like he's holding a call, and sometimes like the actual Steve Carell voice will come out, and then sometimes it'll go back to the he's trying to be like a commanding military guy. It just—I just didn't think the show worked at all. I will not be watching a second season of it. Yeah. No chance. Oh, there, there was there was two characters that I think were actually pretty funny. However, they weren't major characters at all. And that was two of the uh, other generals of the—I don't know Ye- what branch they were. And was, that was was that that was like the heads of the departments or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah like, right. And it was the guy that voiced Joe from um, Family Guy. His name was, was it Patrick, oh, that's that, yeah, Patrick Warburton. I think his name is and. He he had like maybe three lines in the whole first season, but each one of them to me was pretty funny. And then um, Jane Lynch, yeah, the woman, I always I don't know. I think she's you can't go wrong with Jane Lynch. Jane, Jane, Jane Lynch making the show better. She she'd whip anybody's ass in this room. Oh god, she yeah. was she, 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 she was convincing as a there. military commander. Like, That's like the fifth movie she's been a military commander. <laughs> she kills that. I mean, I, I feel like they. Their roles were so insignificant, but they did it pretty well. That, that was kind of a highlight. Which, Doctor Doctor Mallory and Steve Carell's character had so much dialogue, like it's just, and they're so insufferable. Both of them, I hated both their voices. That's that's really what drew me away from the show. Like, I don't know, the the two main characters were were terrible in my opinion. Um, so I think out of ten, I'd give it probably a four, maybe. I I mean I I didn't hate it after episode three, but it just I don't care. Like I really don't care what happens next in the show. Like I have no relation to, I don't relate to it at all. I don't know. It just felt it felt like a big forced, big studio production. Like yeah, it didn't feel, feel that. it had no charm. I'll probably watch season two, but I, like I said, if, if I missed it or didn't watch it, I don't think I'd lose anything of my own life. But oh man, I missed season two. It's okay. I'm not in a position to give it a, a true rating, but I mean, it, it, it provided me nothing. Like I, I cannot see it provided me no type of entertainment. Not at like, all. Plain and simple. Like, yeah. that, that was unfortunate. Like, and I, I was kind of thinking, like, I had heard it's not great, but I was thinking it can't be that bad. I was like, yeah, Sometimes I'll, the critics will, you know, yeah. they'll hate it for a particular reason. But, but then when my, I, on my aunt's birthday uh, last week, uh, June 6th, uh, that was a, God, a little more than a week ago. But she yeah. was like, she was, we were talking about this. It was, guys, it was a couple weeks ago. But um, she was like, oh, Brett, have you seen the new Space Force? And I was like, no, I'm planning on watching it soon. And she just looked at me and said, it's so bad. Really? So mm-hmm. like, your aunt said that, yeah. you know. God, and yeah, like, yeah. I, I trust her. Has, really? St- has Steve Carell fallen off officially? I mean, what was before this? What did he have before this? Um, I mean, I, I, I don't remember it, whatever. Yeah. 
I know there was one movie I didn't see about a couple of years ago about like he was he wasn't all the way there, but he was he used to be in the military and like he started like creating his military scenario with um, I just saw that the the preview, but he started creating with like stick figures what he happened in the military. It looks like a good movie. But fun. I don't I never watched yeah, it. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't think question. he's fallen up. I think a lot of this came from. Him getting a role that just wasn't good. Well, he did write it's, that. It's, he, he, he wrote it. He, he wrote, wrote it too. He wrote that. It's not, but the, he can't yeah. play that character. Like I want to see him play like yeah. the awkward, like awkward, like dad figure, and that's just it didn't work in this one, yeah. not at all. Oh, a little bit of it came out in some episodes, but like he just, I can't see Steve Carell as a military commander and it working. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. What, what was also opinion on uh, Doctor Chan as a character? Oh, uh, that was uh, uh, that was Jimmy Jimmy O Yang. Wasn't it? What's he playing? What else? Is he's, yeah, he's just a he's just an, like a comedian. Oh, okay, he's right. like on Comedy oh. Central. Oh, like, 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 like on Comedy Club stuff. Like, mm. did you like him, Charles? Like, you, I, I thought his character wasn't wasn't terrible. That yeah. ended up with him and uh, I thought he was my. He, he had a couple good. Uh, nothing, nothing was funny. But if there was anything that slightly amusing, he said a couple things good. But yeah, well, yeah he, he was. Um, he was on. Joe Rogan, like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I listened to oh, him. No, I actually okay. watched the whole episode. Yep. And yeah, on Joe Rogan. I mean, they, they just like advertised it kind of. Yeah, they just brought yeah. it up. But I did. He didn't really talk yeah. back. He obviously wasn't very proud of it. Yeah. But I, uh, I did like the publicist, um, Ben Schwartz is the actor. You know the guy. His name was Tony. Like oh, yeah, little, Tony. I liked him. He was yeah. pretty funny. Oh, I mean, Tony. He, was, he was. Yeah, he was. He, he had an interesting story. He was. He was a little comedic relief. But when I can say that I counted, I can count on one hand the amount of times that I like. Had any emotional response to this show? It's it's just not it's not it's not working. This is not a good show in my opinion. Glad Trev liked it, but <laughs> so we got a six and a four, so average is about a five right now. And then Fletch is undetermined, but it'd be low if he could give one. So I'd give it a looking, two because about a three and a half. the camera work was pretty good. It looked I, it looked, I, it, it yeah. looked it good, looked but that took away like the charm of yeah. it. Like it was yeah. too perfect. You know, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought was pretty good. I was gonna add on to that. I'm, yeah, but. No, not a good show. I don't recommend you watch it. There's much better things to watch. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. As much as I thought it was decent, there's plenty of other shows on Netflix that you should go check out before you do that. All right, folks. Now we're back with your favorite segment of all time. It is Over Under. And today we're going to be talking about actors and actresses. Oh, yeah. The uh, the film world. Who is, who's, who's overrated and who's underrated? Wanna get, go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to start off with a... Uh, but I think it's gonna be a hot pick to a lot of people. I'm gonna go with my first. My first overrated is gonna be Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Yeah. I can see it. I can Ooh. see it. Um, okay. First off, I'm gonna have a little bit of bias because you know he's big in the uh, Marvel universe. I myself, superhero movies are not my go-to. I think you're gonna get. Uh, uh, it's it's kind of hard to say, but I think you're gonna get the same thing just about every time. Yeah. You, you know, I think you guys are gonna win. I mean, the only exception was Infinity War with Avengers. Um, yeah, I, I hate to say it, but that's my first pick is Chris Pratt. I just think his his role, in just about every movie I've seen with him is I, I, nothing changes. I feel like he plays yeah. the same guy every time. Um, his acting ability isn't terrible. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say by any means, but it's just it brings something new to the table. He's not a guy that I see I, playing a big role. I don't know. He's a good actor, but you're not going to get anything different from him. You're, yeah, you're going to exactly. get the same, the same as that thing. Same performance every, every time. time. He was perfect. Yeah, in, he is. was perfect in Parks and Rec. I feel like that was kind of his peak. Like that's his character, and like I don't know if he's going to be able. To, like I don't think he could play a super dramatic role and do it well. You yeah. know. Yeah, probably not. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's, that, that's, that's a, plays, fair, he, pick. a he, fair pick. Yeah, he plays I the roles. He, the roles he's in, he does all right, pretty well. But I'd never see him doing something. I will say though, he seems, he seems like a genuinely good guy. Oh yeah. Which, yeah if you're yeah. an actor, I give you points for that because right. I just I just like a guy that I feel like I could you know just right. hang out with. And Chris Pratt, I feel like I could, but that's a good pick. Uh, my first pick, be Fletch in the house. First pick, um, Thank you for overrated, awesome Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle. Yeah. Hmm. Who play? What's, what's his roles? Um, I don't know exactly who he is. Yeah, I know. We'll want to see him. Uh, it's kind of three things got a, off. Got a great name. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, that oh, guy. Oh, Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle, yeah. the guy. He's a comedic actor for the most part. Doesn't have really much any... Um, any oh, he's in Step Brothers. Anything, anything exceptional outside of that in his game. But really, in all his roles, like... All he does is yell, like he just yeah, he sucks. just yells and and like he's loud. Like in Step Brothers, he was um, uh, Brennan's brothers. We worked with Brennan's brother, and all he did was yell at Brennan. Yeah, and right. Like, yeah, that's true. He and was, he's he was in like dickass in that movie. Yeah, he has a very recognizable in, face. Yeah. Though. And he's in Twenty One Jump Street. All was, he did was yell. Was he the guy that played? Um, this is gonna be hard to know, but the voice actor for um, the main superhero Megamind, or was that? Or was that Patrick Warburton? No, that wasn't. That wasn't. 
Okay. He was in a uh, Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Oh, oh it's a big one. It's a big but one. no, like Congrats. he's Congrats in on that one. But he has he has no like, and he's also he's um he's in Monsters Inc. too. I forgot who he is. But, oh, he played a. Uh, who was he in Monsters Inc.? No, no, no bad roles in that one. Yeah, that's probably his highlight. But <laughs> but yeah, he, he's always just like an outcast role. But a lot of people know his face. A lot of people know his voice. Yeah. His very like predominant voice. But it's kind of made for TV in that sense. But besides that, yeah. like yeah, he's just. I just don't. A lot of people like him, but and a lot of people think he's just drop dead hilarious. But like, it's, it's just I, all I hear him do is yell. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yep. All right. So for my first pick, going with the guy that. I don't know, dude. In the 2000s, I feel like he was just the hottest thing on earth. Like, everybody loved this actor. I don't think, and he's in a bunch of comedies. I think his humor is awful, and that is Jack Black. Oh, I. I'm going to disagree with that one. All right. That's, that's, that's plain and simple. Besides, I'm going to disagree with that Besides School of Rock, I can completely disagree with that I know I love School, yeah. School of Rock. It's probably Three one of my favorite movies ever. Hard, yeah. School of Rock is a great movie. Three hardcore Kick ass Kung Fu Panda movies. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Panda Bear just. Let's love Kung Fu Panda. I have to say one, have to say one thing, though. His role, his role in Bernie. Have you ever watched Bernie? Bernie? Oh, my. That that was, that's a, one of the best. That's such a great played role. That's that is, I've never seen that. that Bernie, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, maybe that changed my mind. It's Jack Black and Matthew McConaughey. It's based on a true story. It's a great. very good He used to be on Netflix. It's not anymore. Anyway, I just. Jack Black, I don't know, dude. It's just like. He's like an old man and he just reminds me of a little kid. He's overdramatic. I don't like that. Like, I don't I don't like that. I like comedy to be dry. Mostly, he definitely should have been running the Kids' Choice Awards every year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Jack Black. I don't know. I feel like he's got a cool name, like he's got a cool persona, but I don't think that his his work really matches up to that. Kung Fu Panda, though, and, and I School do think of Rock. He, I mean, I do think he. Yeah, when, we're like, when you're 12, you really like Jack Black. But oh, I used to sad. think he was the funniest man on earth. But yeah, Nacho, Nacho Libre was like, you know, Nacho Libre. Yeah, like come on, that, come on, come on. Like, you can't get wrong with Nacho. I don't know. Think about in like terms of it's not a good movie. Oh, it's awful. It's like the Napoleon Dynamite. They're awful films, but they're Absolutely great. They're yeah. absolutely phenomenal, yeah. and the aspect is you can I can watch them whenever yeah. I want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you know I, I'm going to stand to the fire, and I'm going to go to Jack Black on my first one. Uh, so I got a back to back here, Snake Draft. Um, I'm going second. I'm going with Ken Jong. Y'all know who he is? Ken Jong. He's, he's that crazy Asian guy in every movie in The Hangover. Oh yeah. yeah. Chow. Okay. He plays Chow. Chow. That's that's his role. He's a crazy Asian guy every speaking, single movie. And speaking, it's, yeah, speaking of no diversity, he it was the same exact role. Like you got to have range for me mm-hmm. to appreciate you. Like that's what I that's what I love about guys. Like. I, I thought of like Joaquin Phoenix when I was thinking about no. this. Like he has so much range. Ken Jong has no range. No, He's flat. He has no range at all. Well, have you ever watched him in Community? Community, I do uh, like. I yeah, do like Community. Good. I like he, Community. He was pretty good in Community. He played. He wasn't this crazy guy in Community. Yeah, he, he does get kind of old. But I think he's pretty, 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 pretty funny. I'm, not, I'm just. I'm, I don't. I, he he kind of reminds me of Jack Black. I think he does. I guess he does just, very well. I know, but I just I appreciate range and when I'm looking at actors. So I'm going uh, Jack Black and Ken Jong from my first two picks. That's All right, fair. coming back to me. Um, my number two pick is going to be Nicholas Cage. God, he's overrated. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I think he's yeah. I think he's overrated for sure. Very overrated. It's the same thing every time. <laughs> he just he's annoying. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's simple as that. He's annoying. He's literally, literally the only guy that did not like National Treasure the movies. I, for some reason, I did not never like those movies. Ever. I I watched them when I was a kid. I don't I have liked any them when I was feeling a kid, towards but them. Like, yeah. I liked uh, one thing. I liked Nicholas Cage in was Ghost Rider. Yeah, not Ghost Rider. Um, no, you're right. I think Ghost Rider. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Yeah. But I mean, that's just because he was a dude that keveled out, keveled out the dare. <laughs> the got, devil's wishes. He's got right. he's got the Croods two coming up. Big but, big role for Nick right there. Yeah, it's just he talks like this. I mean, not really. That was more of a Trump impression. <laughs> that was, I'm not, that's a, I'm not a good impression Trump impression. Guy, but <laughs> if somebody can do a Nicholas Cage, they can probably do it pretty well. But Nicholas Cage, I mean, nothing, nothing good to the table ever for me. Yeah, ever for me. Nothing. He's boring. I, I totally he's just he's, and, oh, he's terrible. In a lot of roles, he just starts rambling. He just starts talking. Hey God, what was the uh, the new role that they um he's supposed to be cast in? It's uh oh my gosh, it's a oh he's Joe Exotic. It's Joe Exotic, yeah. And, and, oh, really? <laughs> oh my God, King that's gonna be horrible. Yeah, that's, that's a real horrifying. thing. Yeah, that's that's real thing? Matthew McConaughey should be Joe Exotic. I actually said every time I think of a role, like Matthew McConaughey should play. I think, that. I, I, I think it's uh that's David Spade all day. David Spade, yeah, dude, that would be so good. He just looks. I'm like not a big mm-hmm. David Spade guy. Really, <laughs> I'm not David. He just looks like him. Like that would just. Yeah, that I would can just see fit. That would just work. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and pull into the uh, my next overrated with that David Spade in mind. Um, his clan. 
As much as I don't, love this guy's movies, and I, I think you're going to say Kevin James. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to okay, say Kevin James. I'm going to say Adam Sandler. I'm going to say Adam Sandler. I knew he was going to say Adam Sandler. I was thinking that until I watched Uncut no. Gems, and that completely changed my mind. I, I still watched that, so that's, no that, that might change my mind. But Jack and Jill. Yeah, okay, he's, he's got, he's that was just a bad movie. He's got some big Everybody has bad, I mean, not everybody. But he has a couple bad movies. He also has a lot of great movies. I think think Adam Sandler, his humor is very, it's funny. But in terms of acting ability... Yeah, I could, I could do it. I could do what he could do. I feel like no, no. Oh, <laughs> right now. What does he do? What does he do? He's a what does he do? It's a funny Jewish guy. He's a, he's a funny he's Jewish a, guy. He's a. You haven't seen Uncut Gems yet, so you haven't seen Uncut okay, Gems today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't seen, seen him bass out and his from comedy his, roles. He's absolutely. He, nobody has a has com, uh, a comedic value like him. He the way he. It's funny. Is so much different. Yeah, his humor else. is. Yeah, I think that his humor is great, but his he, acting ability. Is, oh, dude, Billy Madison. Billy, he's got some good acting yeah, performances. Um, Waterboy is that's a good <laughs> acting performance. Yeah, he's, he's a completely different person. Now, 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 now there, there is someone where he's just like a normal guy, like he like longest yard, like all that. Like he's just like a normal guy, but like yeah. he has some that he branches out. But like those are great movies and good, really good roles. I think. Longest story. That's, I mean, that's a that's a controversial. Bedtime too. stories is a gas movie. Bedtime stories. <laughs> okay, it's good. But I don't think you're that good of an actor. Like, it's I a good mean, movie. I'm just saying. Like I'm just listening. Good Adam Sandler movies. And like I think okay, it's. I hate. I hate. Bro, a, do y'all like Grown Ups? I hate that movie with a passion. I don't. Grown Ups one was. All I think right, it's so stupid. I, it I think kid. it's I a stupid funny. movie. It's it is stupid. But I think it's. I think like they knew it was going to be stupid, and I think for I, what they're going. Grown Ups two was unwatchable. Grown Ups two was very bad. But the first oh. Grown Ups, I don't think it's. I think it's. A, it's not a great movie by any means. I think my, my favorite Adam Sandler role though is probably one of his most like one of his hate most hated movies is Click. Click's great. I, love I, I think, I I think, I think that's probably his, one of my favorite roles from him. And, and you got Big Daddy, dude. Big Daddy was. Big Daddy's all right, but once Big again, Daddy's not once all again, right. Act, acting that's, role though. That's a, that's a great acting performance by him. Mm. Happy Gilmore is a great acting performance by him. I just, it's just, he's, he's got Hotel Transylvania. He's, he's, he's got some bangers. He's got some bangers. I won't describe his movies or anything, but I think him as an actor, that's my, that's my only point. I tell you, we'll, that's we'll, what I think would make this movie so good is because him as a person, like the way he acts is just so unique we'll, we'll put, as, a, look, as a comedic actor. We'll post it on the Instagram. We'll, we'll see what the public has to say because yeah. I don't know if people think he's overrated or not. Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. That's true. I, I think he's hilarious. Hilarious guy. Adding role, not a big fan of. I don't know. I don't think he's a great actor. My third one, I'm going to go with an actress here. She doesn't have many roles at all, and for a good reason, I believe. That was every dude's crush when there were nine Megan Fox. Uh, Transformers. Transformers. I was a big Transformers Dude, I guy. thought yeah. the Transformers, oh my gosh, I remember when... Bending over the radiator. Oh, of course. Doing some mechanical work. Yeah. It, it was... Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. She was kind of she was on my list for a while, but then I even, <laughs> looking at even more lists online, some of that. She was just I was like, yeah, yeah. I, have to I forgot. This has one. she been in any movies anytime recently? Like, what's she doing? I no, I haven't recently. heard anything. She's I, dating, well, she's, she's oh, dating she's dating Machine Gun Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, that's, yeah. Her, that's her biggest. She was uh, more of a model at, for a minute. She, yeah, she act. was. That was her start. Right. But when she did act, she probably wasn't good. It wasn't good at all. If she did not have her, her looks, I, that would be a miserable performance in Transformers, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know how to like word it any it's way. It's not good. She like, she's good just playing a hot girl. Yeah. Like, simple as that. I think that's what she knows. She's yeah. Yep. Man, she's she's good looking though. I'll mm-hmm. give her that. Simple as that. So that's it. Trevor's got his three overs in the bag. My, I guess this will be my last underrated, overrated, right? Who? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm gonna go with this guy. I like him. I do like him as an actor, but I just don't feel. I feel like uh, he doesn't. Every role is the same, exact same. Jason Bateman. Jason uh, Bateman. He's no, okay. He's good, but like he's always no. in a bad mood. He's always in a rush. Scowling. He's, he's always, always never happy. He's always mad. At you never, you his character's always, always just a teensiest bit annoying. He's, he's always, always he just has the shortest fuse in every role he plays. Like he's not just get mad. You just you can just tell he's always irritated. Like you look at Arrested Development and Ozark. That's the same Ozark. two yeah. people. All his in all of his movies, movie roles too. Like, game night is yeah. The game whole, night. The whole, the whole movie is just trying to like escape. The I watched Game Night. Uh, just watched it the first time like last week. I think it's a great movie. I think it's pretty solid movie. I. Hated um, what's his face um, Jesse from Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul. Not Jesse. Not no. Jesse from Breaking Bad. Um, Todd from Todd? Breaking Bad. I thought I, his character was hilarious, <laughs> man. Weird as hell. The the chip scene <laughs> when he pulls up to the house and he's like, "Yeah, three bags of uh, Tostito chips there." And he's like, "Yeah, they had to deal with the store." He's like, "How's that profitable for the uh, organization?" <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. That, that was, was good. Great. That was good. It, it was good. The elaborate planning. <laughs> the plan, okay, it was pretty good, but he was a weird ass. It was a weird ass. Oh god, he was. But yeah, Jason Bateman like. 
he's a good actor. I do like his roles. And I like his yeah. movies. But it's, a, it's, a, it's a range thing. It's it, yeah. it's like he's he's just uh, he's always not. He's never happy. He's never happy. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I'm going for my last overrated pick here. I'm going with an actress. Um, now back in, back in my like middle school days, everybody thought this this girl was about to be the next like Meryl Streep. I feel like everybody thought that she was about to be a phenom, and that is uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Yep, I'm I'm, I'm sticking really her thought, on the overrated I'll, list. I'll really she that. fell off. She did. She did fall off. She had Silver Linings, which was good. That's she had true. Hunger Games, which was good. Mm-hmm. Y'all seen Mother? No, I, Mother was weird. Didn't people Mother like Mother was weird? Mother was weird. Was but so, I, just, yeah, I think she played a good role in that. I just feel like all her hype. I think all her hype has really died. Good Javier Bardem played a great role in that too. Yeah, that was God. a good movie. It I was know, weird. It was weird. I like it or not, though. Did I watch it with you? I don't remember. Mm. I remember the. I remember the trailer. Everybody freaking out about the trailer. But I, don't, the I end, never watched it. That was that was when I worked at the movie theater, and um, every person that came out of the theater after watching Mother, they were just like. What the hell did I just watch? They were just in. Hey, well, that's that's the, that was my reaction. That I, yeah, I was also yeah. like, the ending with I've never watched. Yeah, like God, passing was, through the room. That yeah, was terrible. No, but yeah, no the husband was a terrible person. Absolute asshole. There's not much to spoil, really. But it's like I don't know. But yeah, she, but yeah, but you have yeah, because she went from Silver Linings Playbook, which was I think it's a great role. I think it's a phenomenal role. I me and Brett watched that movie. That was probably a couple months good. ago now. And it's it's already in my my top ten. I don't know why I just love that movie so much. But then she went from that to Mother, which is a great role, but wasn't as good in my opinion. I think. Then she went to Passengers with Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I thought that was just a. No, I never even saw I, that. I didn't like that movie at all. To be honest with you, she know. just she all her hype I feel like is gone, and people sure. still think of her as a good actor. I just I don't I don't know. I'm still waiting on her. Like I think Silver Linings might be her peak. Honestly. Yeah. She was. I mean, now The Hunger Games. I don't think they're probably that great if I watched them now, but when I was a kid, dude, I thought that was oh, the coolest thing I've ever seen. The in my first life. one, I the first one was good. I didn't think anything past the first one was good. I, dude, I read those books religiously. I, mean, I was a big fan of Hound and those. Books. I was a big fan of those books. I, like, I, I'm a big. I'm, I, I, especially back then, I was a big. I really like books, but never really got into Hunger Games. I loved them. I loved them. I think I was that was during my Percy Jackson life. Um, oh, per- yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Percy Jackson's better. For sure. I, might be. I think Percy Jackson's better too. Yeah, um, but you can't. I just we can't describe Hunger Games. Though, so it's really good. All right. Speaking of which, the new the sequel just not a sequel, but the prequel just came out. You heard about that? The uh, really? Songbirds and Mockingjays. Or something. She's still riding the the Hunger Suzanne Games. Collins. Suzanne Collins. Yep, she's writing some more. Look at that, guys! Go check out the prequel to Hunger Games. Yep. I don't know what it's called exactly. Uh, I think it's something about I don't know Mock- Mockingjay and Young fig- um, Young figured out. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'll find it. All right, so this with that uh, under Trevor. Yeah, underrated. underrated. My first underrated. I think this is. I think it's one of the best actors in the game right now. Uh, you probably be remembered for a while, and that's Mahershala Ali. Um, major roles he played Moonlight, which was the uh, Best Picture winner in 2018. That. It's on Netflix. Never saw it. He played uh, one of the guys in the uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. This guy oh, is yeah, yeah, a yeah, phenomenal yeah. actor. Yep. Every time you watch it, he's so natural with it. He's in Green Book. Yep, that's that's why I know. <laughs> yeah, him. He's so great. When he's on, like, when he's just on on camera, it's a different ball game. I just yeah. he brings so much energy to it and. Makes everything feel just so genuine and unique. Uh, love this guy. So underrated. That's a good pick. Needs some more. Uh, he needs some more Oscar noms for sure. Yeah. Uh, my first guy. I think he's known to an extent, but not known as much as he should be. Uh, Brian Cranston. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Brian oh, yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. everybody knows him. Like previous, a lot of people don't probably don't even know him for Breaking Bad. Like if they've seen yeah. hear Brian Cranston, they don't know who he is. But I mean but outside of Breaking Bad, I mean he, he has a lot of small roles very well. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in Isle of Dogs, yeah, I, yeah, which I voice. just watched recently. Main voice. Very good. He was he was the voice of Chief. He was, was, he was in Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. Uh the Upside. Upside was a me and Trevor watched that. I loved it. Movie. Great film. Loved Great that movie. role. Never seen it. Great role. I'm not the, even a good We need to watch the French one, the one it was based off of the original one. We need to watch that one day. Apparently that's even better. I need to learn French first. But once I do that, sometimes I can work. <laughs> but yeah, um, Saving Private Private Ryan. If, if I don't know if you've seen Why Him, good film. I mean, yeah, Brian Cranston. Like every every role mm-hmm. I've seen him in, his voice is just so soothing. He's just able to play like yeah. a deep, like brooding yeah. character. So, good. and I think he's one played also played the best TV character of all time. There you <laughs> so, go. Right there you go. <laughs> yeah, Brian Cranston, yeah. vastly underrated. I think he should get more roles. I think you okay. should yeah, too. He, he has a lot of roles. People didn't break that before. So yeah, Brian, that is a great pick. Um, so for my first pick, I was just talking to Flesh about this, and he this guy might not be underrated. I don't know if he is or not, but uh, I'm going Jonah Hill. Um, mm-hmm. I know everybody everybody knows who Jonah Hill is, but 
I feel like people kind of take him as a joke, like, oh, he's that funny fat guy. But his dramatic roles, he has They're killed great. it, especially like Wolf of Wall Street. He won another dramatic, uh, supporting dramatic role for an Oscar. I don't know which one, or Oscar for a movie. I don't remember which one it is. But Jonah Hill's a great actor. He's got a lot of range. People don't really know that. Again, they think of him as the funny fat guy. But I feel like at the beginning of his career, they probably th- they thought more of that. But like, super bad. Like yeah. Yeah, lately, he's definitely developed into a really good actor. Like I think I think he's got insane potential as like, like a dramatic yeah. Trevor, actor. Have you seen the TV show? I, I was talking to Jackson about this. He hasn't even heard of it. But have you seen Maniac, mm-hmm. the Netflix TV really? show with um, Emma Stone? I haven't seen that. Great. Really it, was, it was like you would not expect this to be a Jonah Hill role, but it's Shut so that. good. Uh, like he's he's he's, 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 he's plays a guy with schizophrenia. Ah, okay, okay. So it's, it's and the thing about Jonah Hill too is that his um, I mean, his writing ability too is incredible. I mean, he has he's been part of a lot of uh, oh yeah 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 like a lot of productions yeah. as a writer and that's just and like I I hate that man. he got that reputation early on as like a, like a stupid uh, comedy movie guy, but mm. he's like a really important guy in Hollywood. He, he's the yeah. engine behind he a lot of good work. He is. Yeah. I don't know if you can throw him underrated because I just don't think he has a bad role by any means. Yeah. Like, I, but I feel like when I, when I say that to though. people, they they think of super bad. That's it. Yeah, like he's got a lot right. of really good, really yeah. good performances. So I'm putting Jonah Hill on the underrated. That's a good pick. Uh, so I got back to back here. Um, second pick, we have mentioned him on the podcast during our movies uh, movies episode, episode three. Go check it out if you haven't watched it. Uh, that's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, yeah, I had I had him on my list now as a potential pick, but yeah, I can agree with that. I'm Joseph really Gordon-Levitt. He's right, first of all, he's outstanding in musicals and on Broadway. He's that's where, like where he does most of his work. Um, he's one of the few people that I could actually yeah. actually walk watching like a musical role. But he's got some great movies. He's got Inception, which he, he killed that. He's got Dark Knight Rises, killed that. He's got the movie uh, with Seth Rogen called Fifty Fifty. Have y'all seen that? Fifty Fifty is yeah. great. Where, where he gets yeah. cancer, he gets yeah. cancer, and he like lives his that's rest a really of his good life movie. get with a fifty fifty chance of dying. Uh, and Seth Rogen, oh, like, that's a good Seth, Seth Rogen. That that, that movie is so really. I'm glad you've seen it. Seth Rogen's not even really like a, like a funny over, guy in that movie. Like that's a good. I pass it over on Netflix like every single time I'm looking for something. I'm like, oh, watch it, watch it. He played Edward Snowden and Snowden. Like, dude, he's got so much range, and he's not using knives out. He's not one of those like premier guys, but he's the night so before. Good. You seen the night before? He was good in that. No, never seen that. I mean, yeah, that's a good pick. Good pick. Yeah, he was on my list as a potential pick, but uh, I'm gonna go with my number two, Idris Elba. Oh, great! Oh, I, I love oh, that guy. God. I love him. This he has, he has the best hot ones moment of all time when he's yeah. coughing. <laughs> 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 but he, I don't think he doesn't have a bad role. I mean, every role, yeah, every role, every role he. Kills. He is insane. He kills. Have you seen Beast of Donation? No, I haven't. That movie is I haven't. incredible. That just but sounds Dark amazing. Tower, yeah. Dark Tower, a Stephen King guy, like Dark Tower. Was that the one McConaughey was into? Yeah, McConaughey was in. I'm I, heard, I thought McConaughey people hated that movie. Like, it was, it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't a good movie, but his role was I heard, I heard really good. As the gunslinger yeah. was really good. I heard he saved most of that, most of that film. But Pacific Rim, banger. Cats. Don't know if you'll see that. Rim? The musical. He's in. Cat, no, the, the he movie. was in Cats. Okay. He oh. was in Ragnarok. He was in. All right, Cats. No, it's a it's a musical. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. The movie, the movie's a musical. The movie yeah. where they're at Cats. The one that yes. got like a got blasted yeah. by critics. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. You watched Cats? Yeah, I watched Cats. Did I, you enjoy it? I, I, I was basing it off as a, how I like a, a musical a play. Huh. That's perfect. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying. I watched it with my, my mom. Okay. I know a lot of people hate that. Yeah, I, 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 that's I, why I said that. I, I didn't, didn't know she would like it, but Idris Elba has a, good, has a great voice. <laughs> he plays great cats. Hate to break it, but I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's in Bangers and he plays great roles. He does not miss, in my opinion. He doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. He was, yeah, Luther. I don't know if you've seen Luther. I've seen two Luther, yeah. Luther. Luther's God, good. He's, he's, Idris. Idris. And he was also in, uh, one, I haven't seen down. the show. He was in The Wire. I've not seen The Wire, but that's I also one of people worship One of the, a lot of yeah. people's favorite shows. Because, you know, also, uh, Michael B. Jordan was in The Wire as, like, a young guy. I think Michael B. Jordan. I think Michael B. Jordan. I wonder if that's on HBO Max, because I do have that. I do personally think that, but. All right. So, my my second underrated pick, I know this is going to not very, not gonna sit well with Fletch because we've talked about it plenty of times, and that's gonna be Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy, he is, it. Hmm, man, I, I don't know how you say that. Cillian Murphy's a great actor. I just every, if him, Christopher Nolan, and Tom Hardy are all working on a project, it's gonna be insane. They've, they've done it with Inception. They've done it with uh, Interstellar. Uh, not Interstellar. I think that's just him getting a good, good, good draw. He's, good he's, role. But he's not getting carried though. He's not getting carried. I it, just think that's him getting a good role. Playing, I mean, yeah, but I think even, he could have found somebody better to play. I don't know, man. Scarecrow. I don't know. Found, could he have found somebody Scarecrow. better to play the guy. He played Scarecrow great. I feel like, he, and he played the Inception role to a T. I feel like. Yeah, I, I liked him Inception. I don't know. I, I, did, not, I didn't think it's anything special, though. and that's one of my favorite movies. And that's. I think it's. I think it's a great role. Um, I, I finally finished the uh, first season of Peaky Blinders. He's great in that. A greatly role. 
Um, he needs, but he, the only problem though is he's his uh. He doesn't have a lot of stuff out right now, though. Besides those, like, you know, few big movies and then Peaky Blinders, he's kind of like, under the radar. And that's exactly why I think he's underrated. He just needs more more roles, more work. And I think he'll be, he can be solidified as a great. Me and Trevor were watching really... Peaky Blinders, and we got in, like, we got into it about yeah. this guy. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I just, Trevor was hyping him up a lot. Because <laughs> he, he's a great actor. And I would just, I'd never, he was not that, if, I feel like in the movies that I've seen him in, that he's been in, he was not that significant to me. Personally. Mm-hmm. But that's why. I mean, it's subjective. So I'm back to back on my uh, third underrated pick. It's kind of hard choosing just the third one. I could have probably picked five more. But I'm going to have to go with uh, the late, great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Good. That's my dad's favorite actor ever. He's really good. Yeah, he's uh, really unfortunately, good. passed away probably years ago now. Yeah, it was right after um, Second Hunger Games. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. But, um, oh, God, it was like right guy. before it came out, but he was in the movie. But this guy, though, is phenomenal. Um there's a movie called Magnolia. If you haven't watched it, directed by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, it's about three and a half hours long. It's a long movie, but he plays a great role as a, a caretaker. Um, and I, you know, one one thing I think a common theme of our overrated picks was that it had no range. Talk about range with Hoffman. The Good Hoffman's Lord. range is yeah, all over. It's place. it's it's right there with Johnny Depp in my he opinion. Can hit it's just about anything. Christian Bale. He's in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, exactly. This man's got so much. Yeah. Uh, Capote. That everybody, everybody loves Capote. That movie. I've never seen it, but it's a big critical hit. Yeah, I mean, he, this guy is great. I'm trying to think of another one of my favorite roles from him. Oh, Boogie Nights. He was Boogie on the cameraman in Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is a good one. Twister. This man. This man's got so many good movies. Yeah, I mean, but I still, I don't know how many Oscar nominations or other awards he got throughout his lifetime, but it could have easily been doubled, whatever it was, because this guy, I don't think he played a bad role. I really don't think he did, but yeah, he's solid. That's my pick. Well, I'm on my, that's a good pick. It's a very good pick. I'm on my last ro- one, and I'm stuck between a few guys right now. But uh, I'm going to go Michael Pena. Yeah, he's solid. Michael Pena. End of Watch. Uh, end of Watch. He's in... Ant-Man is the... Uh, yeah, he's the back of the... That's rolling. <laughs> back I love of guy. Ant-Man. Uh, what do we mean? He's in The Martian. He's a spaceman in The Martian. But no, actually, it's not gonna be Michael Pena. Oh, he's actually, gonna be. In the, I changed that out. He's gonna be in the Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah, I changed uh, that out. Um, oh, no, Michael Pena. Huh? Change up. Um, I'm not doing Michael Pena. Change my mind. I think I could do better than Redacted. that. I'm gonna go Redacted. Kevin. I'm gonna go <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Ooh, hot Kevin pick. Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> I got some controversy with that one for right. multiple reasons. Yeah, jeez. Oh, Great actor though. From yeah, I mean, I'm talking about acting skill. Right? Art, <laughs> the art, separate <laughs> the art from the artist. From uh, what he does is uh, American Beauty. Oh my goodness. House of Cards. Um, you, I don't know if you've seen Twenty One. Oh yeah, yeah. The hard movie. Yeah, the baby Driver. Movie. He's a Baby Driver. Yeah, I mean, yeah Baby Driver. Usual suspects. I mean, he has Kevin Spacey. He, he plays serious roles. Very and he plays into a. Like, but yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, I mean, outside of his acting career, there's not. Yeah, he's had a few, uh, few uh, speed bumps in there, yeah. you know. But I mean, I think <laughs> he's. Kind of I think he's. I think he's. He's damn good. He's great. He's very good at it. Yeah, he's he's solid actor. He's but his dude, his you can't say that name anymore without the first thing people think of is he's pedophile. Like yeah. that's <laughs> very unfortunate. But my last pick, going with a super unknown actress. Um, but if I show y'all a picture, you will know exactly who she is. It is the celebrated character actress Margot Martindale. Y'all have any clue who she is? Mm, nope. I, All right, she I she. The, I found out about her through BoJack Horseman because she plays herself. Do you recognize her? I don't. What's the movie? All shows? right. Well. The the main thing I know her from is the uh, the Hannah Montana movie. Oh, uh, she yeah. plays grandma, but <laughs> dude, right. she plays. So the thing about her is he's a character actress, and that's we're talking about having no range. But a character actress is literally they play the exact same character pretty much in every single role, and they play it to a T, and they have like a very short amount of lines. So she'll just pop in a movie, basically a cameo, playing this eccentric old woman, and she does it every single time to perfection. Plus, do you recognize her at all? No, I don't. All right, well, she's, she's in We're the Millers, but yeah, I know what she's from. She's not. Was well, guessing she was the grandma with the Millers? Yeah, she's, she's just like a crazy grandma. She's like a, she plays an eccentric old grandma, and she plays it so good. I'll, I'll check her out. I'm not, yeah. I'm not familiar at all right now. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I saw her through BoJack Horseman because she appears as herself. It's like, oh, here's character actress Margot Martindale. And she just walks into the frame, and they somehow fit her in the story like a million times. Like It's like once an episode. Um, but yeah, oh, shout out Margot Martindale. Car- little, little 
kind of strange kind of actor because she only plays the same character every time, but I think that's pretty cool that she's able to do that and succeed. Definitely check it out. So that was over under. Anybody anybody else y'all were thinking of? Actors. uh, Yeah. I had Zach Galifianakis underrated. I had him him under. I I had Ricky Gervais's on. Paul Rudd underrated. I had two two big underrated picks I could have put in there. I was going to put Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. He has very good roles. And then also um, uh, Gerard Butler. Okay, yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Uh, yeah. And what a man. Ed Helms. Ed Helms is awesome. Oh, I love Ed Helms. Ed Helms is awesome. Yes. Dude, his cat, he's so good. Do y'all hangover. know Mark Ruffalo? Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. He has a lot of good roles. There was one more I had. And I was, I was thinking, I didn't, I feel like a lot of people don't like him, Jesse Eisenberg. Oh, he's great. He's, a lot of people think he's stupid. That's I the, like Jesse Eisenberg a lot. I love him. I, I, love, I, I like Michael Sarah's. When I picture Mark Zuckerberg in my mind, I think of Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, that's, Jesse how, that's how well he played Social Network. I mean, yeah, yeah. That and then the, old, the last one I had was uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah, that's I, a good, I, I was thinking of him too. I also had Patton Oswalt. Yeah. yeah, but he's a beast. He's a beast. Voice hat, voice hat, anyways. Yeah, he's he's a great voice actor. All right, <laughs> Penguin and Bojack. <laughs> All right, over under. That's a wrap for that. All right, guys, so bringing back an old segment from the pilot episode, uh, the Twitter trend of the week. Now, we only do this when there's something really good on Twitter, um, something that's circulating the internet. The first week we did the uh, the Indonesian monkey. I don't know if we're ever going to top that because that, that was just pure comedy and chaos. But uh, we had an announcement this week from Nickelodeon. Um, so June is LGBTQ uh, Pride Month. So gay Pride Month. Well, you know, so just the whole thing. Actually, it's whole thing yeah. LGBTQ plus, according to the tweet. Yeah. But um, it's Pride Month, so a lot of companies, you know, like they make their little pride. You know, they change their logo, all that stuff. Um, but Nickelodeon came out with an absolute bombshell of a tweet on June thirteenth at nine twenty a.m. celebrating hashtag Pride with the LGBT community and their allies this month and every month, and then a little rainbow. They shook up Wall Street real quick. Three pictures. They, posted, they posted three pictures. One is some dude from a show they have now called Henry Danger, which I've never watched, and he's like known he's gay on the show. The second one is the girl from Avatar, uh, Cora, which I think people might have thought she's lesbian before. I don't know, but so they they're basically saying she's lesbian. And then the third one is no uh, nobody else but SpongeBob SquarePants himself. He's gay. He is gay. What's the point of this? Like he's why? a gay man. Why? Why? Like I un- I understand, you know. Um, why bring bring uh, you know the pride month on stuff? <laughs> but yeah, I mean he's a he's, he's a, sponge. a sponge, and the show's oh, like already over. Like it's not yeah. like going on. Like the show's over. I mean, yeah, the, yeah, like what are they basing it off of? Like there's no there no at no point where there are crushes in the show. Like nobody liked anybody. Tris, Mr. Krabs had a little thingy thing for uh, Miss Puff, Puff. But that's about it. He was like, love Puff. like what are we basing SpongeBob being gay off? Of? Yeah, yeah, he was really he was really friendly to Squidward. He was just, but he was just a nice guy. The first, yeah, yeah, the first thing I ever thought of when I, when I ever thought, the first thing I thought of when I saw this tweet was, do you remember back like a year or two ago when J.K. Rowling came out and was like, oh yeah, every character you ever knew from Harry Potter is either like gay, trans, yeah, or yeah, yeah. has some weird, weird fucking kink, you know? It was yeah. just, she got weird. That's the first thing I thought of was like, okay, they were just trying to. It was like Sonic something. when they made Sonic a trans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I think it was just. Uh, it was just something to like put out for Pride Month. They they they're just trying to find something to stir up something. I mean, yeah, it's cool. if, he's, if he's gay, it's cool and all that stuff. But I don't. I just think it's unnecessary What's to bring point? it it's out. Like you're for, it's, it's, it's like you're forcing. Yeah, <laughs> you're forcing an agenda. I mean, the show came out in 1999. Yeah, so if it were a new show, it'd be completely different. Yeah. This show has been around for 20 years. My entire childhood. Now, every time yeah. I'm not gonna be able to look at SpongeBob the same again. And there's nothing wrong. I just I'm just gonna say thing like, is he gay or is he not? I'm gonna think about that the whole time that I watch yeah. the show now. Right. Um. So gosh, just what what an announcement! I mean, because yeah. we were talking about earlier how Stephen Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob, once said that SpongeBob was asexual, which makes sense. Yeah, off the show, going yeah. off what the show shows, there's not exactly. any kind of like romance. Yeah. I don't I don't know why you have to bring sexual identity into a kids show in the first place, but I, this is this it's a crazy story. I mean, no problem with it. I Honestly, like, it's just it's really out of the blue. It's just really it's random. an attempt to normalize yeah. things, but this isn't a way to normalize it. This is a way to put. This is just puts more attention on it. And I feel yeah. like that's you got people making fun of it. The, yeah. the the trending, the actual trending topic on uh, on Twitter wasn't like SpongeBob comes out. It was just SpongeBob gay. That was that was <laughs> number one trending on Twitter. SpongeBob yeah. gay, like simple as that. This, yeah, who, I mean, and we still don't really know because they didn't actually say it. They just posted him with those other gay characters. So, yeah. wow, so up in the air. We don't know for sure. Um, Nickelodeon, kind of. I mean, you, uh, you really shook up the world. They did. They <laughs> did. They got the world by storm this week. So, 
uh, yeah, that's our turn of the week. SpongeBob is gay. All right, folks, it's time. It's crunch time. Ooh, there it is. Down to the uh, the last the last few yards of the show. Thanks for sticking around, by the way, if you're still listening. Uh, we got pretty controversial question here. We do. Good one. Go, um, two out of three, last segment of the day. Drake or Josh? Drake or Josh from the hit TV show. Drake and, Drake Josh. and Josh. Josh. Created by Dan Schneider. All-time banger. <laughs> Just probably the peak of like yeah. like the, I don't think there's ever gonna be a show like for preteens that's better than that. Like yeah, I love that it's show. My, so it's, much. My, it's my favorite kid show. Well, yeah, I was a yeah. kid show, a preteen uh, show. Yeah, yeah, I could watch that. Just incredible. You don't know there's all right. So I was doing some research. There's only four seasons. I, yeah, for some reason, it felt so much longer yeah. than that. that. I don't know why. Nancy Classified only had three episodes and three seasons. Yeah. And then, oh my god. That's, yeah. Wow. But there's there, these were also like 15, 20 episode seasons. That's true. That's true. It just felt so long. But yeah, it did. Every episode. And because like they always played it, they never stopped playing it too. That's true. That's true. But first things first, I guess I introduced the topic, so I'll start it off. You know, they're both great characters. They both have their own style. They they both have their own position in the show. Like Drake's this 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 yeah. winner, always Chad, does everything. You know? as a Chad. He's a true Chad. Yeah, he gives Josh as hell. Absolutely hilarious. Then you got Josh Nichols. <laughs> He's just, <laughs> just Josh. This, big, this is Josh. This big goofball. <laughs> And I just love Josh. I, I cannot get over that guy. <laughs> yeah, love yeah. Josh. Josh yeah. is my pick. I love mean, character. He just takes the, the amount of heat he takes and just makes it hilarious. So resilient. It, it's just awesome. Absolute genius like, as well. You know? Like the beginning of the cutscenes, it's just like they're talking about what they did last week and Drake's just chilling and Drake did something that's <laughs> screw with Josh and Josh doesn't even know it was Drake. Josh is making a cheese project for like five stats or something. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just uh, I got a call, free tickets to Oprah. And then he cuts to Drake. Yeah, I called Oprah. I, I prank called Drake and told him to get free tickets to Oprah, so I got the house to myself this weekend. <laughs> it's oh, like it's awesome. Josh, Josh, Josh Beck's a cool guy in general. Oh yeah, he's, he, he's cool like guy. Mean Creek. That was the whole channel. Who's, who's, who's seen Mean Creek? I know you oh, yeah, oh, it's absolutely glad. It's, it's, it's like pre, a movie. It's not a good movie. It's very significant yeah. Josh Beck's history though. But this is pre Drake and Drake's Josh too. If you haven't seen that, just look at Mean Creek and you'll see the from two thousand four. You'll see the two minutes and thirty seconds we're talking yeah, about. Don't don't, ex- don't play it right now. Jason. Yeah, don't don't expect um, the it's Drake good, and Josh. It's got good reviews though. Really? Yeah, for That's one reason, one reason only. But one, uh, one classic scene in there. But yeah. Josh, Josh Nichols, absolute beast. His dad's awesome. Uh, Weatherman. Oh, Walter. Oh, Weatherman Walter. God, what a show. I love that show so much, dude. Also, I think one of the best characters in the show, though, is um, the nerd with the glasses. What was his name? Oh, uh... The two one, though. Yeah, you had the two ones. There's the guy, the nor- the guy without glasses, the guy with the glasses, the guy oh, with glasses, which is yeah. absolutely hilarious. The episode where so they're in the house with the, uh, the granddad. Yeah, <laughs> like the war of that girl. When, when they're at the, uh, the, 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 we're trying to ride the new roller coaster. Oh, Nazis! Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spazzes out, sitting on chairs. Him up. It was awesome. But yeah, Josh, number one. Josh the pick. Yeah. All right. All right, so I'm going to go with second on this one. Um... Man, this is, a, this is a tough question. I thought about it for the last about four hours. Think about a good good answer for it. Yeah, my so here's my here's my uh, opinion on it. I think Drake was the guy that every like teenage dude wanted to be. Oh yeah. But yeah, Josh definitely. was the guy we all needed we, to be. We all turned out. To be. <laughs> and for that reason, I'm gonna have to go with Josh. Josh is just you know I, he was a wholehearted guy. Didn't mean wrong by anybody. Wasn't a big fan of the uh, whole Josh and Mindy relationship. I, I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I loved every second of that. I, 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 I love you, Josh. Yeah, I loved Same watching. chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> I loved watching it, but I just, Mindy was not a, a favorite character of mine by anybody. I, I hated Mindy. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I it was hilarious. The way Josh, the whole, like she always like one up Josh and everything. Yes. Like, and like the science commission spill fork. fork. Uh, a, what do you soup with? A fork. A fork. <laughs> no, Josh, you with a spoon. But um, and I'm also going to go ahead and say I think Josh was better at ping pong than Drake was. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> now, that was that's one of the greatest episodes of Drake and Josh. Oh yeah, yeah for that, sure. That one. That one. For sure. That one always got your eyes yeah. on the screen real quick because you you felt like your heart was there. And what mm-hmm. a relatable guy, you know, just the video games, you know. I had that problem the there game sphere. The yeah. game it's spherical it's spherical uh, big Oprah fan big Oprah you fan know. Yeah. Who's, who's not a big Oprah he's you, just your typical American teen uh, with, a, with an Oprah obsession <laughs> he's also the guy that hit Oprah so yeah. he exactly also right. ran Oprah over the car <laughs> alright um, so I'll go on I'll, you know it's already been decided that it's Josh um and we've never had a unanimous two out of three before, but I'm going with Josh. Josh. Um, God, he's just so lovable. And also, one thing, um, 
I was thinking earlier about this. What a weight loss transformation right. from yeah, season to right. season. He came into that show huge. And he ended slim and then Dude. but he's got he's actually like really in shape now. Like yeah, he like, was can he, do now? he wasn't just like like he was huge he was when that buff. show started. He just turned in, he's turned as like buff guy. So proud of Josh Peck. Like the, God, just it's such a like hilarious character. Like I just feel like kid shows used to be so much more creative and they like were. Like Josh, you got—he's obsessed with Oprah. Like he's got his whole thing with Mindy going on. Oh my God, he's the butt of the joke every time. But he always—you know—he sticks through. He never gets upset about it. Um, absolutely and, grinds at the premiere. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely grinds. Like dude, just, just a work. And his boss, his boss likes Drake even more. Drake doesn't even work there. Just a work still has to do, up with it. Has to do with crazy Steve and that mullet dude crazy every day. Steve. You know, what do you yeah. think the best episode of Drake and Josh is? Ooh, um, I know mine. Mine's when they uh, they win the competition or whatever, and they come and take all their furniture. <laughs> <laughs> they walk back in their house. And there's no furniture. Yeah, that, that one's good. good. Where they go, where they go skydiving's good. That's yeah, squat crazy leap when it's when it's when it's like the hurricane comes through and they're all stuck in the house and um crazy not crazy steve crazy steve's making one of yes, the nerds, like crank yeah, door yeah, yeah. on the on the crank tv <laughs> and then the, and then there's Screaming. there's the ping pong one and there's one the one last one i'm going to name is the one where uh drake has to take care of the little kid for to pass english oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. josh ends up taking care of him and they become like best friends yeah that's, I, those are Nameless and the phone figure. I could probably have like three in there. I don't know. Um, the roller coaster episode was one of my favorites. Mm. I love the treehouse episode. Is an all time classic. They didn't put the finger. door. They didn't put the door. Where's the door? They cut out the saw. Where's the saw, Drake? <laughs> I was trying to say that classic. It was classic dialogue. And the third, the the third one for me. Uh, do you remember the one where Megan faked the whole like alien invasion thing, and she had yeah, a yeah, her yeah, teacher yeah, come yeah. in like dressed yeah. as, like a seven foot tall alien. <laughs> yeah. What a show! There wasn't any bad episodes. No, like it was just straight quality, and they and they ended it at the perfect time. Like they were, they were the yep. people were getting too old. Josh was getting too yeah. skinny. They just <laughs> cut it off when he was yeah, just just a perfect show. Drake was getting too quirky. Yeah, you know? Drake was yeah. Now he's now Josh is cooler than Drake. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Um, All right, that's, Drake uh, was seeing the theme song at like a random bar or club in like New York. <laughs> yeah, he's still weeks. trying to ride the wave of Drake and Josh. And Josh has moved on. Y'all heard the heard Josh didn't even invite Drake to. The I wedding. did. I wasn't a mention. They, that. He ended oh, up, that's terrible. He ended up coming. Yeah. That was a thing at one point. Mm. They're, they're friends now. I'm glad they're friends. All right, that's uh, episode five. five in the books. In the episode books. five of the books. Good to be back. We'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, peace out.